Hello, and welcome to our second episode of Coming Attractions, uh, where we really don't have to do any research or any work of any kind at all. We just watch trailers and then talk about them for about 10 minutes. It's a lot of fun for everybody. Not me, I hate this. I'm Mike Burge, and uh, I don't hate this, and I'm joined today by a, a person who does hate it. I don't hate it. It's okay. I'm Jack. See, I wish, I wish you said... I love it. I love it. I goof. You love I goof it you, you boys and girls. I'm a goof. He's a goofer. And I'm uh, also joined by a fellow, I'll agree with you, um... Robert Anderson. Yes. I'll agree with anything. He'll fellow, agree with anything. Fellow Pud. Fellow Pud. Fellow Pud. Pud's in the room. Don't tell. Now, listen. If you stay and you listen to the entire podcast, we'll tell you what Pud means. No, you don't actually tell us what Pud means. Don't you just, lie. You just ever tell them? Well... You'll never know. They could Google But it. coming attractions, if you don't know, is pretty much what I just explained just a moment ago. So we're going to dive pretty much right in uh, mm. so we don't really mess around with anything. Uh, was no. there anything that we wanted to talk about before we... Uh, Have you guys seen any good movies lately that we haven't actually podcasted about? Yeah, I mean, newer ones or just like in anything, general? Yeah, I did you... just rewatch Gone Baby Gone the other day. Oh, okay. Uh, first time I'd seen it in a while. I love that goddamn mm-hmm. movie. Ben Affleck's uh, first, di- his directorial debut. Um, with Casey Affleck when he was still kind of like nice looking. I've never seen that movie. No, that's um, uh, what is that's Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. And not to also be confused with Gone baby, Girl. Or Baby. There Driver. are words in Gone Baby Gone's title that are also in the titles of other movies, and people always get it confused. That's hard because I feel like that? it just kind of went tim, away. Tim 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 Tim. Oh Tim 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 I see. RSVP. Gone Baby Gone. What are you doing? Uh, I actually haven't watched anything since you did the Batman podcast last week. You're not a single thing. Well, Your I play, eyes have not touched a screen. Uh, I play a lot of video games. Oh, wow. As we know, I've been playing ARMS. Nerd. ARMS is fun. Yeah, well, ARMS is alright. Playing on my Switch. I, I want to play some ARMS after this. <laughs> Let's get this over with. Oh, okay, uh, what about you, Jack? You watch any movies? Uh, I finished watching... I haven't watched any movies, but I finished watching American Gods. How is oh, it? Uh, I haven't up. gotten to it yet, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. up on my list. I gotta catch uh, fifth? Sixth? Roanoke season of American Horror Story, which is a show that I'm absolutely really? obsessed with. It's Damn. a lot of fun, man. I didn't it's know that a was a lot rally. of That's fun. Uh, the second season, Asylum, is one of like the wackiest oddball shit that doesn't have a name like David Lynch attached to it. It is yeah. some weird shit. Um, Speaking of which, I've also been watching Twin Peaks and holy That's some weird shit. Yeah, Twin I'm Peaks I'm actually to... getting into pretty soon too. I got I got Roanoke. American Gods, yeah, and then I gotta smash out some Twin Peaks. If someone doesn't start, like I gotta, like, we burn it, and I gotta start talking about Twin Peaks. More Get it going, because like going. if I don't find somebody to talk about Twin Peaks with, I'm gonna fucking hire a therapist, <laughs> pay them to watch Twin Peaks, and then sit down therapists, and talk to about it. Because therapists have it's been an amazing field to work in ever since the original Twin Peaks. Yeah. So this is just like they're just like yes, the money is coming in. To speak to the American Gods point before I move on, I did watch. I'm not. I didn't finish the season, but I, I saw the Mad Sweeney Focus episode, which you should know about that. Easy now. Let's maybe Let's save our thoughts step for back. another. I'm just saying. I just want step that's back. that's for you. Jack. Put the gun down. Put the gun down. I just like it so much. It's you can do gangster style. That's holding it sideways, normal or cop. Let's talk about a trailer. Yeah, let's talk about a trailer, Robbie. You got the first one, and uh, we're gonna. I think we're just going to start off. Well, gonna start we're going to do hot, the one. Right? We're going to do, do the, 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 the one. Yeah, so this trailer dropped fairly recently. This is the Black Panther trailer directed by Ryan Coogler. Uh, coming out February 16th, 2018. 
Uh, so I think we're all excited about it, but let's jump in. The furthest out movie on this list, but like... The trailer just kind of came out. Within trailer, the past two weeks. Yeah, we'll get let's into watch it. it. We'll get into it. Yeah, so boys, that's the it's <clears throat> Black Panther trailer. That's good. That movie's gonna be good. That movie's, that movie's gonna, be gonna be good. Sick. I mean, Ryan Coogler. Yeah, drop it for us. First and foremost. Yeah, drop some knowledge on us. Babies. For Ryan Coogler uh, has churned out two of like the best movies in the past five years. Fruitvale Station, which is an amazing, amazing movie. We actually screened it for our. Uh, September Polyflix last year. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, Creed, oh, which yeah. had yeah. everything going against it. Right. You know, yeah. like making another Rocky movie first off, bad idea. Right. Everybody thought about that about Rocky Balboa, and Rocky Balboa is actually very, very good. I'm I heard huge, Balboa. I am a huge Rocky fan, too. So Creed was just right up my alley, and having a director with the talents that Ryan Coogler's got, and he works with Michael B. Jordan all the time. Michael yeah. B. Jordan was in both those movies. He brought him along as the uh, the enemy in this one that we're seeing. I was going to yeah. say, he's in this one also. And he's in this yeah. one as well, yeah. So that right off the bat is absolutely amazing for the film itself. I have absolutely zero worries about this movie yeah. Yeah. and how good it will be. But I will say about this trailer, my favorite fucking thing is we've got a Black Panther trailer. Uh-huh. First black superhero yep. in a yep. mainstream Cinema. Uh, blockbuster franchise. And the very first shot that we are ever given is a white, white man dudes. in chains. Two, well, a white man yeah, in true. chains. Yeah. 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 That's, Love yeah, that's it. That's something. Love it. It yeah, kind of yeah. makes me overlook the fact that Andy Serkis is going for his biggest Keith Ledger as the Joker. Oh, for sure. He's I was, going for I was thinking that. He's really going he's for really trying to, He's really Joker trying to do it. And he actually pulls it off, too, yeah. because he's, not bad. he's Andy motherfucking Serkis. Like, has course. this guy been knighted yet? Yeah, dude, I don't know. He probably he, play, he probably was like CGI does the sword. Yeah. Like he's just he just <laughs> can do anything. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like you try to get Andy Serkis in a room and he's like, actually, this is CGI and he just disappears into nothing. It's or like, he turns what's going into on? a it's frog like, and then like, disappears. I am the room. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, this trailer looks fucking dope. I love the music. I think yeah. the music's probably my favorite. Like the especially at the great. end where it's like. Like that little kind of like chimey, like ding, 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 ding. Yeah. It's just like it's so good and like. I mean, it does the like trailer, blah, but like in such a cool way and yeah. such a good like. Kind of freshens it up a little. It's bit, like it, it puts a rhythm to it that yeah. makes it pretty. It makes it work. And it's so intriguing because we're seeing some of like you know when you see the spaceship kind of like coming into land. What's up with that fucking spaceship? I don't know what to do with that spaceship is. I know he's the king now? of he's the king of Wakanda <laughs> and the movie. I mean, Avengers takes place in I don't know what year, but um. Yeah. I don't think that's like ever really matters, but I will say, you know, seeing kind of like futuristic, futuristic Wakanda and like just like the landscape seems really cool the and like different. Design it's great. It. it looks from awesome. like actual set pieces to what the people are wearing. Yeah. To uh, just like the CGI work, like entering into that like El Dorado esque yeah. cave. Yeah, yeah. Just looks like a like a. A hyper-realized version of the lived-in world that everybody seems to really like when they watch these movies yeah. that deal with worlds that they're not used to. It's It's got something that... It's got a little bit of that futuristic taste in it that we're mm-hmm. used to seeing in movies like this. 
like it's, it's got, on, they're, but they're, it's on it, Earth. It's, but it's one. on Earth, yeah. and it's got a little bit of like that African flair to mm-hmm. it. That kind of native African. You can see that you know this is way more advanced than anything we've seen. And it doesn't feel disingenuous. You can see yeah. it came from something. There's yeah. there's echoes of that in there. That lady's got those two Mega Man. Pan- panther gun hands With those that, are cool i like seeing you know i was i was a fan of the black panther the black panther's suit design in uh civil war that's a slick ass so it looks awesome but to see it kind of like operating in like what i think like the comic book proper way is where he's fighting at night yeah it's yeah, really he, cool like when he's like in like he's in like some shrubbery in like the african desert and then like someone shines a light on him and you're just like is that a panther no it's a dude in a panther it's suit it's a dude and he's about to fuck that's a dude up. in a panther suit yeah and it looks fucking dope yeah it looks awesome yeah. and i feel i like the bit where he's just like taking a full clip of bullets and yeah. it's just bouncing mm-hmm. off the suit because his, his suit's supposed to be made of i guess it's unobtainium unobtainium well i think oh, no. originally sorry it's... wait Adamantium? No, no, uh, uh, something TM. I think in the comic books originally it's <laughs> it's, made out it's, it's animantium, but animantium's not in the. Models. No, it's it's made out of uh, vibranium. Vibranium. There it is. Oh my my bad. Oh sorry. sorry, I didn't have my nerd periodic table. Your nerd periodic. You table. can borrow mine whenever you want. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> yeah. you, you like what yeah, you said? Yeah, that came out. I I liked I liked it too. That is good. Uh, excuse me, I like the real periodic table for uh, not nerds. Oh yeah, because you uh, are a chemical. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, so not from this discussion. Oh, I have uh, more to say. Yeah, about yeah, yeah. Yes, Burge. Just continue. from that bad joke I meant. Okay, it's uh, good. We've got to really give Marvel some credit with uh, introducing Black Panther in Civil War yep. to give you a taste, and it's kind of the exact opposite of what. Um, but, but still, there's similarities in there that, that beg discussion about uh, introducing Wonder Woman in Batman versus Superman, which, Jack, you haven't seen. But it's more the general idea of introducing a character who hasn't had their own standalone flick yet, but it's already in the works. So right. it's not like we introduced a character, that character was so successful that we're going, we gave them a movie. It's yeah. this person has a movie, but they're so out there. That we want to like Wonder Woman, they were going to make that movie anyway. Right. Black Panther, you they were going to make that movie you gotta anyway. You got to soften them in there, though. And I mean, Wonder I think... Woman really doesn't have anything to show in BBS. They don't use her her um, her performance in that to like uh, say anything to Wonder Woman. But I really do feel that they gauged how people reacted to Black Panther in Captain America: Civil War and used that when they were working with Ryan Coogler on this film yeah, to really kind of be like what did people like about him what what worked what didn't what do people want to see I mean in the case of Wonder Woman that's Wonder Woman it's one of the biggest superhero properties you have Black yeah. Panther's a bit more <clears throat> obscure as mm-hmm. far as yeah. like these superhero movies go and I like you said you soften it the blow with Civil War you yeah. introduce that idea and you get viewers saying like oh shit I want to see more of that and guy his, that's and awesome and his story thread in Civil War is really cool where like you deal with his father's so, death you deal with the death damn it that movie you deal with so the good. death of the king yeah. and then and like I almost, until we were just talking about it now, I was like, oh yeah, Black, Man- Black Panther's like a really big part of Civil War, especially yeah. in the first act. Everybody is he pretty like much a big part of it. Like, it's so, even uh, Vision and Scarlet Witch like, have, have a, a big very part that big movie. story going on in there. Civil War is wizardry, how they get that many characters, have that much flesh. It's not out a five hour long movie. Have, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Not, not be a miniseries. Um, mm-hmm. But they also did sort of like with Civil War kind of like a soft origin for Black Panther. So like yeah. they can spend less time dwelling on that. Like they can avoid that mm-hmm. superhero origin story trap that so many of these first movies yeah. fall into. Which is like the only like, gripe I had with like 
Doctor Strange, Strange. Ant Man, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of. You, you I know, uh, recently rewatched Doctor Strange for the second. I watched it for the second time because uh, I just movie. put it up on Netflix. I like Ant Man uh, a lot. I liked it a lot more. The first time I watched it, I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's a good movie. I like that a lot. That was a lot of fun." Second time I watched it, that's just a really good origin well, story. It it's Chiboy, just a lot of fun. Chaboy's Edgar Wright's uh, fingerprints. Wait, are you talking about? Were you talking about Doctor Strange or Ant Man? Doctor Strange. Oh shit! Okay. Oh no, I'll talk about Doctor Strange. Okay. Ant Man, Ant Man, I like, and yeah. it's got problems, and the problems are very much uh, like last act of Rogue One, which I'm trying to come up with a, a phrase for that, where it's just like uh, the entire ending of a movie was changed post production, and you can feel it as it's mm. happening, and you can actually feel the movie getting bad. With every oh, passing yeah. minute. You're like, no, 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 but everything before this was so good. You need to Stop. pay those things off. You introduced a crystal in the very first scene. You need to do something with that crystal. You can't just let that crystal be there. Oh, she blew up? Oh, okay. Chekhov's lightsaber. Yeah. What? Chekhov's bullet. You introduce something in the first act, you have to come around. To oh, Chekhov's lightsaber. You, you freaked me out for a minute. I was like, is there a fucking character named that in that movie? Yeah. I got a Robbie. Thanks. I'm with you. I'm paying attention. I will say, oh, I'm sorry. To... I didn't have my um, my 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 literature uh, periodic table. Is this a callback? Is this what a callback is? What you doing a callback He's to a bad a joke I made before? So we just keep doing that the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say, watching Rogue One uh, fairly recently again, now that the hype on that movie has settled and we're pretty far removed from it, liked it even more. I loved it the first time I saw it. Liked Rogue it even one? more. Yeah. No, no. And liked I liked it a lot more Rogue watching one. it. Yeah. I just I know that there was a better ending in there. I Fair. know. Oh, and definitely. I talked to you about it. What yeah. I thought was going to happen. And that picture. And I good. saw your eyes just. It was and hey, it was good. I mean, that was a pretty cool action sequence. You can say that for sure. But you can definitely feel the pivot from like what that movie was. Yeah, right. And there's 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 scenes in the trailer that are not in the movie yes. where you're just like, but what happened with that? And what like that that shot of a tie fighter just like coming up in front of the bridge as she's just like stumbling towards it. I'm like, I want to see yeah how we got there, and I. Definitely want to see what happens afterwards, well, maybe, and we get nothing. Like maybe that. in twenty years we'll get a Blade Runner esque final director. Ridley Blade. Scott's the only one that gets to do that well, shit. Maybe they'll let Ridley Scott do Star Wars. No, he... no, thank you. Let's say this, really Ridley nice. Scott. If you're alive in twenty years, we'll let you recut Rogue One. Well, he, he would have transferred his consciousness a to a robot. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. And he's probably laughing too, and he's just like. <laughs> Still got forty years in me. <laughs> I'm gonna keep making terrible alien movies. Like, I'm gonna haunt so the rest of your life. I Jack love Kowalski. Ridley Scott, you know, not just because of his classic movies, but I love it even for his bad movies because of how fucking off the wall all of them are. Like we're talking like the guy that made Gladiator also made Thelma and Louise. Okay? Yeah. Like but and this is also the guy that did like Blade Runner and Alien. Yeah. Uh but well, I'm I got to mention Alien Covenant so we can check that off. Check off Alien Covenant. Yep, we. You know, I Alien. finally saw We've it. We right? hit our Alien Covenant. We can't get into that. I finally saw now. it, and I'm just gonna say right here, I dug it a little bit. Uh huh. So we'll talk about it. At We've some had point. this discussion but before. We, okay. we, we do have to move on. on the Batman. Podcast. It's okay to like bad things. Let's we do have on. to move on. I'm gonna bust out my host periodic table right here. Oh boy! Okay. It's too yeah. early for the callback. Too early. It's not a callback. I'm just. I'm just talking. All right, so the next trailer is for a movie called A Ghost Story. This is one of our favorite, uh, uh, I don't what do you call Production it? House? Production House? Yeah, sure. A24. Distribution. Uh, distribution. Mm-hmm. Yep. Production yep. distribution. First center? saw the tr- this trailer before we went to see It Comes at Night. They snuck that in there. Mm. And it looks pretty oh, cool. Yeah. It is by uh, David Lowry, and it comes out July 7th. Let's check it out. Check it out. 
What'd you guys think of that trailer? Oof. Pulls at your your ghostly heart. What did you think of that trailer? I like that trailer. That's why I, I picked like that trailer it. Yeah. A yeah. Um, so Rooney Mara and Casey Affleck both in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I Casey don't Affleck know. Fresh off his. I'm not. Sad movie. Sad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which. Um, I I I maybe didn't really like. Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea. We I saw Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, we did. That was a nice, nice little date we had. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't vibing on his. Well, I mean, listen, his performance was good, mm-hmm. sure, but I don't think I was vibing on him just being kind of this like intolerable asshole just because he was sad to everybody. Mm-hmm. So throw a sheet over his head and we're good. Yeah, you know, I, I, that re- I yeah, exactly. Uh, I rewatched Manchester by the Sea uh, when it became available on like Amazon and stuff like that. And um, I gotta say, the second time I watched it, I think I got it a little bit more. Sure. But the the taste of that first viewing, where it was just kind of like, I just, I just, it didn't, it didn't connect with me because I had just seen La La Land the night before. I think yeah. I've talked about this for a while. Yeah, I had just oh, seen La La Land for the first time the night before. Not the I movie was to riding follow up. high, and then yeah. I saw this, and <clears throat> I was just kind of like, oh, cheer, man. Uh, like, come I just kind of listen to jazz. But watching it the second just time, listen to jazz. Watching it the second time and like disconnecting it from my own personal, like what was going on. It really is a very, very sweet movie that presents its sweetness through sadness. I think and I have... Casey Affleck's performance in it uh, is fucking amazing, as well as, and I still to this day, Michelle Williams in that movie... Super good. ...is fucking phenomenal with what she's given. She has essentially two, Big maybe scenes. three scenes yeah. total in the thing, and she just owns them. I don't disagree with you, but I want to talk about a ghost story. Um, I... I don't know if you guys may... I don't know anything about this movie besides seeing this trailer. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's... They make it a little bit vague. Maybe who's haunting who. Yeah. Well, I liked... That's totally fair. I like how we... We know that there's someone in mourning. We know that there's a ghost potentially stalking. Or maybe even not. What I was going to say is like the, the mechanics of how this ghost story works is very unknown. And I, I think that's really cool. I think probably within the movie it might even like Stay that maintain way. that way. Yeah. I think the main well okay, so David Lowry um directed Ain't Them Bodies Saints. Not seen it. Don't know. Um great movie. Believe it also has Casey Affleck in it. Okay. Um and he also directed Pete's Dragon oh, uh, from okay. last year. Which yep. uh I watched uh really drunk. Supposed to be good though, right? And yeah. I did not like it. I turned it off. And <laughs> I have been told you by, won't like I, a movie. I, 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 have been, I have been told time and time again that I need to revisit it. But like I was just super drunk. I don't think I was paying attention. I think that the tone was completely going over my head. And so nothing was linking together. And it just felt... Everything felt fucking off. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. I just had a very bad experience with the movie. Remember that time? That's why you like Tokyo Drift. Remember that time right. we watched we watched Cheap Thrills at your place and I was like just, blasted yeah. and I felt like I was hallucinating because that movie was so fucked. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I had to apologize for yeah. really good for that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Watch Cheap Thrills and watch Pete's Dragon. All right, um, but wow. Ain't Them Body Saints is very. Um, Fuck, why, where's where's his name? Why isn't his name coming into my head right now? Look at your IMDb Rolodex. No, uh, we can get this. Um, come on, Badlands, the director. 
Oh. Uh, it, uh, Tree of Life. Okay. What's that? Why can't I? This is horrible. You're good at this. Uh, I'm very good at this. Fuck, but I'm terrible right now because this is one of the most uh, popular directors fucking out there. Um, Tree of Life is... Tree uh, of Life. Badlands. A New World. Melancholia? No, he didn't do Melancholia. Uh, it's... Um, boy, we're supposed to... Is it Terrence, Terrence, Terrence Malick? Malick? We're Terrence supposed to be Malick. good at movies. Man, oh man. I've uh, never claimed to be good at movies. Good thing we didn't, movies. Movies. <laughs> <Good> thing <laughs> yeah, we didn't look that up right there. Jeez, I can't believe I couldn't remember that. That's fucking crazy. Okay. But Terrence Malick has his very smaller movies that aren't as large in scope, like Tree of Life or A New World. Um, he's got a couple of them out there where it kind of, uh, you know, like he just did um, uh, Night of Cups with Christian Bale, and it's just very kind of visual poetry. Okay. Is that and Night with a K? Over narration and stuff like that. And I think I that, that David Lowry's <laughs> first one, Ain't Them Body Saints, is very much like that. Yeah. And I feel like a ghost story is going for that thing. I think that we are going to be introduced to a woman whose uh, husband has just passed after they yeah. have moved into a new house or yeah. an older house. and Almost like a Babadook situation. And, kind of, and yeah. we're going to be getting flashbacks of them as he watches her live on in this house that they were supposed to spend the rest of their lives with while yeah. also journeying through the history of the house. Because I think when you're dead, you can pretty much, there is no time and space. Right. You can be anywhere at any time. But I think that, time is a flat I think circle. that the ghost, because yeah, yeah. we see scenes where the ghost is without the family or without the wife. Right, I think he can which go is anywhere. Very, I think it's very strange to see a haunting well, that might without the haunted of, in the room. That might sort so, of be part of the movie as well. Yeah. It's like him sort of moving on. Yeah, maybe like he has house. his own journey. Yeah, yeah. like to Burge's point, like I actually, you know, I could see the movie really going that way, but I honestly hope that you're wrong. Because yeah. I really want this movie to kind of be very... Because we've seen we see cool. movies like this, yeah, before, yeah, yeah you definitely. Know? And I uh, want to see kind of go do really some something, something different. But I like this trailer. Um, the trailer is cool. The song, the is aspect dope. ratio is super cool. How it's like sort of the I don't know, like um, I don't know Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would yeah, want yeah. to avoid saying Instagram filter, no, 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 but it's like fine. no, but like um, like uh, yeah, it looks like old sixteen millimeter. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wow, now I'm having a brain fart. What is it called Bro before fart. you ex- when you have an exposure on a photo, like before it gets developed on Stock? film? Stock? No. The goo? When you have a roll of film uh-huh. before you... Negative. A negative. Oh, That's okay. There you yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. God. Terrence Malick. <laughs> Terrence Negative Malick. Do you guys remember Malick. that table joke from before? Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> yes, also the music in this trailer is super, super good. good. Yeah, yeah, I looked it up. That... that band is uh dark rooms's i get overwhelmed what's okay. the name of the band dark rooms dark rooms oh dark i see oh yeah. that's okay that's a good name yeah it's all right that works you guys have any other thoughts about this trailer i like it I'm, i mean i'm, I'm really it. excited yeah. about it yeah. it's 824 it's got that stamp on it we that's... saw when we went to go see it comes at night even though it had you know some people in there that probably weren't as into what the movie was going to be presenting as we wanted yeah uh or as we were, uh, when A24 comes up on a trailer, we get it doesn't matter yeah, if the, we're the like, first 15 seconds you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what is this? Is that got the Twilight guy in it? And then it says A24 and you're like, oh, right. Cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, we're in. I'll see this. It's going to be some weird fucking movie that we yep. haven't seen anything like it before. I think my only closing thought is that I hope the movie is uh, really different from like maybe what the trailer is putting, pulling from familiar-wise. I would know? be happy with either. I'd be happy yeah. with a more straight forward narrative. Yeah. Or I would also be happy with some kind of transcendental 
you know, like acid trip. Like, like Tree of Life. Yeah, for sure. I fucking hate Tree of Life. That's supposed yeah, to be very but potentially. like that, yeah. yeah it's, yeah. Uh, you know, it's because Tree of Life has very little to actually say, in mm. my opinion. It's more, it's got a very, it's shot very nice. It's got beautiful Spectacle. tones. Yeah. Uh, you feel like you could actually sleep in the lines that are in Sean Penn's face. Um, and those are all good things. <laughs> They're very cozy. Like yeah, it's very, under very, very nice little cozy, cozy. If you uh, say man. if you, you say you have hammocks under your eyes, it sounds a lot better than crow's feet. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it, it kind of makes more sense because you sleep on a hammock. Sure. Like a bag. Yeah, like bags under your eyes. You got a sleeping bag under your eye. Like a bag that you sleep in. <laughs> you like got a body re- bag. You got a reverse tent under your body eye. Ba- <laughs> I have body bags under my eyes. <laughs> body. That's something else. Yeah, that's what. A, that's like what a mobster oh, would no, say. No. Anyway, listen. This movie's gonna way, be, is gonna be fine. Either way, I think like from the stylistic choices of this trailer, I'm excited to see this movie. Yeah. Regardless of what the plot, what actually wants. Very excited. It looks yeah, good. Cool. It looks like good. in every way that I could use that and word. We'll be uh, we'll be finding out more about that first. Yeah. So, What's but we're gonna move on to another movie that looks good. Uh, movie that I wanted to share with you guys. It's called Happy Death Day. This is one that neither Robbie nor I have. We heard don't know anything. Yeah, I, 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 so I've been holding on to this for a second for, for you guys. Uh, it's uh, directed by Christopher B. Landon, and it's coming out October thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth is in October this year. Yeah. Uh, so let's check out this trailer, and we're gonna talk about Punch it. Where do you shit. Where do you think the trailer is on the periodic table? Stop. Assuming that I believe any of this is even possible. Sprinklers. Car alarm. The way I see it, you have unlimited amount of lives. Unlimited opportunities to solve your own murder. So I'm supposed to keep dying until I figure out who my killer is? You want to live to see tomorrow, right? Has anybody ever done a horror movie Groundhog's Day? No. No, they did a sci-fi, though. Holy shit. Exactly. Yep. And everybody, (laughs) when Edge of Tomorrow came out, they were like, Groundhog Day sci-fi, that sounds stupid. And it was cool. It was was awesome. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you, the plot device of Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. I could watch anything. You could, you, there's with some that. play It's just there. fine. Like yeah. it's just. I really didn't watch good. this trailer being like, "Oh, I don't want to see this. I've seen it before." I watched this trailer kind of being like, okay. "I was like, okay, let's okay. see what you got. I'll do okay. it. Okay. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, sure." I think okay. it's got like a lot of charm to it. That's you know, it'll sell the tickets because it looks like every other horror movie being pushed yeah. out there yeah. right but now. The trailer. I don't like that. Yeah. Everyone knows I don't like dolls, and I don't like that mask. Uh-huh. I will say, like, the trailer does have a lot of charm to it because it's not. The trailer's not trying to be like. Kind of like movies that like that it showed like saying that the, from the creators of like the purge and things like that. This movie is not trying to be like this is going to be the scariest thing you've ever seen. This movie is trying to be like it's like it's cheeky kind of fun. and fun, but it's like there's a horrific element of like dying at the end of your day every day. You know, like that's it's I it's think spooky. it's I I, yeah. I I and I think one of the things that really makes me excited about it because I watched the trailer, um, I watched the trailer and the first time I saw it I was kind of like. Yeah, that kind of like fun edited trailer, but like I don't know if I'm into that idea. And then I watched it again, and I was like, wait a second, there are some shots in this that are very telling yeah. of somebody with a really cool eye, like her getting smashed in the head with a baseball and bat and then falling the and then bam, yeah. it's on the bed. Yeah. Very simple stuff, but stylistically thrown into an hour and a half movie, I would like to see more stuff like that. Well, I mean, we've been like really vibing on some of these like super heavy theme horror movies like 
prestige air quotes horror movies uh, that have been kind of in vogue lately. But like prestige. this, look, the, the prestige. prestige. It looks like every movies. Every magic oh trick. my god, I burned that. Like layer. a sack of potatoes. Okay. 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 Different Alfred. <laughs> Different okay. Alfred. Okay. Um, but this one looks like just kind of your fun and yeah, definitely some some talent in the eye there. But like just a fun kind of playful horror movie. I love horror movies too. Yeah, like that's me too. Like, yeah, uh, I, I also like dumb horror movies and for fun sure. Horror I movies. really wanted to do the Flatliners, uh, the new Flatliners trailer, yeah. but we'll, we'll do that later on because I we really want to talk about that. Yeah, like that's, I really want, I was very excited to share that trailer with you guys. I want to make cool. sure that you didn't see it before this so we could get your your initial reaction out yeah, of it. Definitely. Because it is a movie where it's like, you know, the more you think about it, you're like, Groundhog Day horror movie. I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah why no, not? I'm, I'm, like, I'm game. Yeah. I'm not cynical enough to be like, stop doing Groundhog's Day stories. Well, I mean, how many you know? Groundhog's Day movies can you think of off the top of your head? Well, they have enough genres that they keep doing it. Only well, two. Only two. It's it's Live, Die, Rep- or I'm sorry, Edge of Tomorrow and No, Groundhog you could Day. say it. Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah, yeah that's, that's also acceptable. Oh, to yeah. answer your question at the beginning of the podcast, I recently saw Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, nice. What do yeah. you think? I really liked it. It was super Dude, good. Tomorrow it's a good it's movie. A it's fun. It's really good. I do movie. think it, I think the main problems, it as a lot of movies do, it has Act 3 problems. Sure. I think like the mechanics of it get a little complicated where it's like you also have these they gotta, like, they weird, gotta clean it up they gotta yeah. clean it up but mm-hmm. I mean in terms of just like watching it it's really fun really good I yeah. really yeah. don't get how they're gonna make a sequel to that movie but whatever that's a different that's, the, that's the exciting thing about it because if 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 it was easy to come up with what they would do for a sequel you just kind of be like anybody can do that so you're well, like these guys better have a good idea yeah. we live in an age where every movie has a post credit scene that's like Here's what the sequel is gonna be. Oh, we are, we are the the destruction. We are the Walking Dead. That we can. We are the Walking Dead. We are the Walking Dead. Um, I will say, as far as long as as far as talking about trailers goes, there are there are scenes that they show in that trailer that I kind of wish they didn't show. There are stuff. If you start paying attention to certain things, it does seem like they're starting to give yeah. some stuff away. I mean, like they show her they tell kill her... the killer and get away with it, and then him catch up to her. So it seems like. The killer is otherworldly in a way. But we also no, don't yeah. know uh, the timeline of all these things. We don't know if she's going to be killing this person and then that whole scene happening is happening within the same day that she's True. like in that like yeah. day 42 that and that other one could be from day 23. You know, like we don't yeah, know. Yeah, sure. That's sure. So in that sense, it's kind of like and also, too, I've learned to like really not pay attention to specific uh, moments and cuts in trailers because one, they might not use it. And two, it's not good for you if you want to go into a movie fresh, but kind of have an idea about what it's about. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, we talked about that with It Comes at Night and trailers in general. Like, trailers are a very odd thing. And I think that in choosing the trailers that we do for the show, we do try and stick to the ones that we feel are as non-spoilery as possible. Right. And it's a tricky, fine line, because you want to represent your movie and convey the tone and ideas of your movie without giving too much... Like, leaving something for your audience to experience once they actually get to the theater. Mm -hmm. I remember in this trailer, there was a point where she was like... Or, like, her her friend that she wakes up in the dorm room, the first guy she sees when she wakes up, he's like... You hear him later in the trailer be like, hey, you have to find out the identity of your killer to kind of break the spell. 
And I was just like, I kind of wish they didn't say that. But then I was just like, oh, maybe that's like actually I not think, how I you think fix it. Context, now it's the love with the movie. Yeah. It's gonna maybe be that's very, like not how it works. I know? think it's going to be very hokey. I think in the context of the film, it's going to be very hokey. Which I'm down with. I mean, like, like, yeah, as long I think movies like this, if it maintains its like fun factor, then like you got... I'm I'll go see it. this movie on fucking Friday the 13th. Let's go. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I think what? we're all supposed to get like a new Saw movie on Friday the 13th. No way. We're supposed to get a new Cloverfield movie this October. Yo, October this month is L-I-T. Lit. That's what they use. Jack, lit. Next you gotta say lit. Uh, well, actually, we're going to take a quick break real quick, and when we come back, we're going to break into... Uh, it by Andre Bruschetta. Andre, yeah, but we're going we're gonna to take a break, Bruschetta. and then we're, we're going to come back. We're coming back. Well, you pointed at me to, tell, to like say the next movie. Let's we'll just say it. It by Andre Muschetti, coming out September 8th, about a spooky clown man who does spooky clown man things. Gets a little boy in a little little sewer drain. I think scares I think that boy. Mike wanted you to do that. Yeah, you break. totally are not Blue. getting what I was throwing yeah. at you right there. We're gonna take a, a break. He's a clown. And when we come back, we're gonna watch it by Andrew. <laughs> Do you guys remember the periodic table joke? <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, Robbie's gonna talk to us about the new this movie coming out. What is it? Oh, that's one of the things I wanted to do today was uh, have a... I wanted us to do a spot for uh, the Fast and Furious podcast for to put into um, uh, the coming attractions. Okay. And pretty much the idea would be like, hey guys, uh, right now we're going to do a little bit of shameless plugging and uh, you might have heard that we just started doing Batarang, uh, which is going to be our franchise take on Batman. We're only one in, but we got more coming. But if you would really like a good taste like the franchise goodness, you can go back and you can check out Quarter Mile at a Time. Franchise goodness. Should we just use that as the... I think you just nailed it. Yeah, I think that's it. So we'll just plug this in and that's what people will hear in the middle of their coming attractions podcast? Yeah, it's probably fine. I hate it. All right, welcome back to Coming Attractions. Uh, In case you forgot, uh, we're going to be starting straight off with It by It, directed by Andre Muschietti. Okay. I emphasize the Mu. Mm -hmm. It's actually Muschietti. It's all Muschietti. Uh, Andre Bruschetta, uh, the movie comes out September 8th, uh, it's a remake of a cult classic starring, um, I don't know, that kid that from Stranger guy. Things is in it. In the new one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the new one. We'll and it's based it. on a book by, uh, author. Stephen Hardy King. Stephen. It's it. It's it. it. What is it? It. It's it. It's it. It's it. It's it. What's on first? That's it. Different bit. Let's watch it. I saw something. There was this clown. Yeah, I saw him too. Look, it's all connected by the sewers. That's where it lives. Jack, what do you think about it? It's it. It's it. That's it. What is it? What is it? Who here has read it? Not me. Nope. Me neither. Hmm. But. We don't don't read on this show. But uh, Mm -hmm. I I started it 
We don't do much. I started reading. it. No. But it is a very long book. And when I started it, it was a little bit too oh, long Jesus for how Christ. old I was. So I never finished it. Was Where's, that like where? 30 or when when did you when I started reading it? Yeah. Uh no, I started reading it it when I was I must have been like I don't know ten maybe. Oh, okay, so Where's scary? Was around, it was around when so it wasn't it like a couple of years ago. Was made into a movie uh-huh. on the television show, and I watched it, and I really I really enjoyed it. What's the next movie it. we're doing? I really enjoyed What's it. What we were talking <laughs> about? <laughs> nah, this movie looks cool. That's uh, a cool looks, last trailer. It's a really good trailer. Yeah. I mentioned it while we were watching it, but we can talk about it now. Did you guys all see the side by side of the original it trailer? With this iteration of the Ed trailer, yes, no, I didn't. It's actually really cool, and they're 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 very they're just very similar. Really, like shot for shot, like almost. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That's actually really cool. I like how some people are doing that now. Like, yeah, you put Last Jedi next to the Force Awakens, the original teaser trailers, and they're pretty much beat for beat. beat. This one's like almost legit shot. For shot. Mm-hmm. So cool. anyone who is interested in it, uh, see out, seek out that, that doesn't side sound. By side. That doesn't sound. Oh, sorry, right interested to me. in what? Um, I think what you saw was somebody edited together a trailer of original scenes from the original movie uh, uh, to showcase what they're doing in this. Because in the original movie, uh, it's uh, when they're kids and when they're adults. That's the whole movie. Yeah. And well, in this one, they're deciding the they're true. deciding to do uh, just the children part in this one. And I was going to ask, this is only the kids? And this is only the kids, and okay. if it's successful, it's them when they're adults. Right. Ooh, I can't wait to speculate who the adults are going to be. I think that that's really cool. That I think they, cool. they kind of got these, like, unknown kids. Except for Stranger Things. So now point. they can kind of, um, they can uh, recast we can, them we can based wait, on, like, how successful it is. We can wait 20 years, yeah, and they see. can be... I, just, oh, that's I, want be, more I want to be in the room where they're talking to the Stranger Things kid, and they're just like, all right, it takes place... It, like it's like kind of like an older movie. It's what like, does? Like when they're pitching this, it. when they're pitching it, when they're pitching it to the kid who's in Stranger Things, and they're uh-huh. like, "All right, so you play a kid, uh huh." It takes place like kind of it's like an older, like in the eighties. He's like, "Okay, uh huh, yeah." And Got it's it. like, yeah, and then it's just it's just like we a know thing you after can thing. do that. It's like it's... you guys, you guys are gonna be on bikes the whole time. There's missing children. And he's just like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Listen, dude, it's the other Steven we want you to go for. <laughs> now, um, this is directed by uh, Andre, uh, Andre Muschietti? Andre Muschietti? Muschietti. Muschietti. Oh, Muschietti. Um, who, what has he done? He did, uh, I watched what he did. He did Mama. Okay. Mama. Uh, the Mama. short, which is pretty cool, and the movie, which is surprisingly good. Okay. Um, really like Mama. I really recommend it. It's it's a lot of fun uh, for like horror buffs and stuff like that. It's got some really fun things that it does. Uh, but originally, this was um, written and directed by Kerry Fukunaga, who okay. you may know as the director of all six episodes of the first season of True Detective. So originally what they had done was uh, he had written this script with a childhood friend of his Mm -hmm. and they had based it off of both elements from the book and uh, things that had happened to them when they were kids or stories that they had heard. And it was very intense and very it was it was too realistic. It was too scary. 
right. too traumatizing. I thought you were going to say he wrote it with a child, and he said, "Listen, with kid, child, what's scary for you? What's okay? scary for you? Clowns? That'd be really good. Yeah, That'd be a good that. way to write that." Yeah. yeah and, uh, but uh, <laughs> apparently, option. it was too much, and they were like, "You got to cut back on it." The studio was like, "You got to cut back on some of that stuff." Yeah. And oh, man. he was I not. I want to see the one that's too much. Exactly, Agreed. and he was not budging on it, and so he dropped off, and they brought in Muscari to uh, pick it up. Uh, it looks like. Uh, his the director's style from Mama is still very much there, but it's okay. heightened a little bit. Yeah. Maybe because of money, maybe a little bit of experience. Kerry Fukunaga did amazing things directing wise in True Detective season yes. one, oh, and yes. some would say that that's why True Detective season two doesn't really work as well. But I would argue Shut that the True fuck Detective up. season oh, two, in, in its in its Shut attempts. Up. To live up to something is so good. You know, they, they really did try very hard. So kudos to them. Um, I mean, honestly, you want to get down on True Detective Season 2, like, you pull the cosmic horror out of that, and that's really, like... I thought you were just, like, going to hit off. <laughs> <laughs> you reach for the keyboard. And then Robbie we are deleted not the podcast. doing this Robbie again. just alt f our how podcast. About, how about we try this again? Um, <laughs> no, but I, I think this trailer looks cool, and it definitely yeah. proves that in 2017, clowns are still fun. Scary, mm-hmm. especially when we had last year, which everyone seemed to have quickly forgotten this. But do you guys remember that like period of time where there were just like people dressing up as clowns hanging out in like oh, the yeah. woods and shit? Yeah, that There's was a actually thing. a really great uh, trailer that just got dropped that I was thinking about playing with this one, but we'll just say it to the listener. You guys can check it out. Um, or maybe we'll do it. It's literally episode. about that. Somebody made like a found footage uh, horror Fuck movie. That. About them, about this group going to investigate these clowns and what they're doing. Right, and geez. it's something like, it's like the clown sightings. It's called something like that. You literally do clown it's like sightings, Pekip- it's found like Pekipsi footage Pekipsi movie, you'll find it. Oh it's my god, like that, yeah. can you imagine Poughkeepsie tapes with... Fuck that. Well, the yeah, clowns? I can. That was real life for us, dude. Poughkeepsie tapes is fake. Clown thing happened. Clown th- People th- getting stabbed by clowns last year. Yeah, Poughkeepsie tapes is based on a real guy, though. No, 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 they, that's... They make you think that it's not though. No, it's in no way it has to do with him. But it's that's based what around the thing. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. the clown. It was actually happens. a very uh, disrespectful thing to do. Movie mm. studios. That's why they pulled it. Well, there you go. Also, anyway, also of like interesting clowns. notes with this new it uh, adaptation is uh, the book, both the book and the uh, '90s uh, directed TV movie that came out. Yeah, starring Teen Heartthrob Tim Curry. I love him. Um, <laughs> He, He's always gonna be it was, uh, the kids section was based in the fifties right? and the adults were in the eighties because 30 right. years pass. Right. So now that we're redoing it, they're doing the kids stuff in the eighties. And, and so when they do day, the adults, it'll cool. be today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that that's really interesting because they're kind of taking a lot of the things from the fifties kind of like, uh, like there's definitely some, um, you know, uh, there's some homophobia Mm-hmm. at play mm-hmm. in it uh there's a couple murders in earlier on in the book that call it to be awakened um and okay. one of them is uh the uh the murder of uh an out gay um person, person. or uh, couple actually if i'm if i'm remembering let me, let me throw out a prediction post credit stinger of it we it takes place of the what current takes day. place there it, like so post credits of this oh it, my god post credits of this movie We'll have a little stinger, and it's going to take place current day. Give a little someone on their iPhone being like, "Yo, remember when we were attacked by, by that clown guy? He was crazy." That's, that's your that's your exclusive prediction for the post credit scene. Is there's going to be an iPhone? That's in there? my exclusive diction. Sick. 
Can't that's, wait. That's why people tune in for these. Yeah. For Robbie's Exclusive Diction show coming at you. Hot takes. Oh bye bye. <laughs> What's the next movie? Well, the next movie uh, I wanted to share with you guys a uh, new trailer that just dropped. Um, uh, it's for a film called Low Life. Mm-hmm. It's uh, directed by uh, Ryan Prowse, and it doesn't have a release date yet because it hasn't even screened yet for distribution. Shit. Um, but it will be premiering at Fantastic Fest this year in Austin, which is September 21st through the 28th. So hopefully at some point around that time, we will uh, have uh, some kind of a release date. But uh, it's a really quick trailer, and I watched it. Uh, the other day, and I was kind of like, this yeah, is something that this. I would really love to share with you guys, so let's watch this thing. Let's get in it. Why the fuck do you have a motherfucking swastika tattoo on your face? Here we go. Oh. Damn, G. Amigos, bienvenidos a mi What the actual fuck? <laughs> Burge coming in hot with the fire, as we knew he would. Looks really good, right? Jesus Christ. Why do you have a swastika tattooed on your face? Here we go. Like Here we go. Like the only line, the only actual dialogue in that movie besides that woman going like, what the fuck? Damn. Damn, uh, yeah. G. Uh, okay, Burge, yeah, I'll watch that movie. Burge, I know you got some knowledge. Hit us with the knowledge. What do we know about the director? What we know I know absolutely play? jack shit about this movie. You're that, kidding. I feel like that's I, the way I it have, should be. Man. I have not heard about this director. Yeah. I had not heard about this movie until a couple days ago. And I think the trailer popped up today or yesterday. I can't yeah. remember. It all flows together. Yes. But this is very reminiscent of... Uh, a certain genre of movies that I really do like, which are these very small, um, uh, small director films like uh, Wrong. Have you guys ever seen Wrong? I am going to invite you guys over to my house and we're going to watch Wrong together. This actually, it reminded me of Cheap Thrills. Like, like uh, yeah, Cheap Thrills was kind of a heightened version up. of yeah. that. Yeah, Cheap Thrills was more of like a set piece where it's like you're in a house and you can do that and it, it, it lends itself to a, a specific genre. This is kind of just like, it's... it's um, anti-realism that's so realistic that it becomes anti-realism again and it's these movies that do a lot with that uh have you ever seen the movie rubber yes well rubber is supposed to be it's designed to be an anti-movie exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's what i'm talking about like these are anti-movies anti-realism by by being it's funny super realistic but going over the top i think saying like production house spring um, breakers kind of thing yeah a little bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, very much actually, yeah. yeah. But Spring Breakers has you know way uh, like way more of a budget to sure, fuck around sure, sure. with. I was than... thinking like Hobo with a Shotgun. That's kind of the vibe I got. Uh, from yeah, like Hobo and the Shotgun is even yeah. more like kind of like no, B movie grindhouse. I guess it's, it's definitely different, yeah. but I kind of like got like similar vibes of these like hyper violence, weirdly grounded and like. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie seems to be like single location. Yeah, I can't. Also, I can't like... remember the guy's name. It's like Quentin Dupois. I don't think I'm going to do any better than that, so I'm going to leave it at that. But the director of Rubber and Wrong is fucking... Wrong is fucking amazing. And this movie reeks of that, and I loved Wrong. I showed Wrong, actually, uh, with a group of friends when we used to show movies uh, in uh, our apartment... Yeah, uh, me and my uh, oh, best man. friend. Even proto pop up story screen. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It's so me and my me and my best Shit. friend uh, Brian Renee. We used to have people over to our house mm. and we'd share movies with them. And then it got to the point where like we couldn't fit any more people, 
And um, he moved out to California, and I was just kind of chilling out. And that's kind of when I was like, I missed sharing movies with a bunch of people. And that's where kind of the idea for Story Screen came from, from doing free screenings in Beacon and kind of opening up discussion to everybody and talking about them. And Wrong was one of the movies that we showed where people were just like, you know, you get a group of friends who are into the same stuff, even with something like movies you can always find these things where like i was not ready for that and wrong and rubber are these movies that are very so just very hard to approach yeah. because you can't really tell where they're coming from right you kind of have to be in on the joke what's the name of the distributor of rubber it starts with the m right the movie that, because they also did um maniac the new maniac um Oh, with Eliza Wood, that yeah, 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 I like that. Movie. That movie's great, but it's, it's the same distributed. It's the same like it's like A twenty four to those movies, but like Rubber, the new Maniac. Yeah, like, I, I know I agree, what you're talking awesome. about, but I can't. I can't remember the name. I, this what I, my point was going to be. This this feels like it could have been like pro, like produced by that mm-hmm. or distributed by that. And I really like folks, that there's yeah. there's definitely a heavy Hispanic vibe to it. We For can sure. tell that there's going to be some characters that speak uh, Spanish that just speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, when we he have, says uh, "Welcome to Hell" in Spanish, that's a fucking that's cool good stuff. Line. Man, that's good stuff with yeah. a good shot right yeah, there. Man, and we also cool have like an effort. ICE agent yeah. uh, that we see briefly. So I think yeah. that this is going to have some commentary, however loose or however Whoever, however committed. Looch. However looch it may uh, be. Right? Yeah. We're, we're a lucha dorks. You like that? I'm I did like You're that. a lucha dork. You're a lucha dork. <laughs> it's good it's good this movie looks fucking dope yeah, I, yeah it's yeah. a lot of fun it's a very short trailer too but you get Super enough short. out of it where you're just kind of like I like the attitude I like mm-hmm. I like what they're trying to get across I like yeah. the tone of the trailer and yeah. I hope that that tone uh, you know travels over to the movie and I think that that's where they got the tone from it's in the definitely first place. a tone piece of a trailer I mean this is gonna sound corny but I did actually like have my mouth open the whole time no we were just like what, what the fuck what is, is this happening? I saw you lean in like, as soon as the uh, guy started what? screaming at the at the beginning you were <laughs> yeah. like wait oh okay what? I see it's <laughs> well it's funny because like when we did coming attractions episode one we kind of saw a lot of trailers we almost kind of sound repetitive I think because we're like we don't know what this movie's about and we're super excited and like this episode we've had some more trailers that kind of have like kind of more concrete story beats or like we know enough on the background to kind of get into it but this is kind of like true to those other trailers where we're just like yeah i don't know but i really want to see it yeah but that's, yeah, the, fun, that's the fun thing right it's <laughs> like the what good, about that's a, good a trailer, trailer pulls in your eye what stylistically does it show you what how does it engage your interest without giving away too much or right. like giving away just the right amount or like how does it well, how does it sell you in a fucking yeah. movie? Is in this movie, really we know that there's good guys, bad guys, and then someone in between trying to figure out both. They all look like bad guys to me, man. Nobody on that screen uh, looks the good Luchador to me. guy they looks like a good guy. All low lives. I'm into that. Yeah. I love that cut where that one guy with the mustache and the sunglasses is shooting the machine gun, and it like jump cuts back to like him when he's starting shooting the machine gun yeah. again. It's showing all like thugs, low lives, blah blah, and it's mm-hmm. so good. It's really good. It's just sixty seconds. It's just like that's that's pulpy shit. There's it's a guy who straight up has a giant swastika tattoo, not on his face, like all, all over. Yeah, his it's not face, his forehead. Over it's his, like his entire. Face. I have a feeling that that guy is going to make me laugh. A lot he seems like a funny come this funny September. Man. Yeah, that that swastika guy seems like a real chucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a barrel of laughs. That one. <laughs> Which uh, before we break into our last one, real quick. Uh, I think that uh, low life being there was a pretty good idea with uh, the swastika and all. Uh, maybe might be the first time that a swastika being present was a good thing. Time will tell. 
You guys, I'm not. Com- I'm, not commenting also, okay, on I'm not gonna I'm say not gonna anything about that. Uh-huh. You guys uh, just started your new podcast, Talking Simulator. Yes, where we're gonna start branching out into video games, and you guys yes. just covered E3. We did. Yes. Uh, you did a pre-show episode yes. and yes. a post-show. Still episode. waiting to see how this goes back to Nazis. Yeah. I have listened no, to them. Is, this makes and way they more are, sense. I have listened to them, and they are very good. And I'm Thank just you. casually into gaming, and it makes me want to get more into it. So. Good job. Thank but you. But have you guys from E3, not even sure if it was connected to that, have you seen the new Wolfenstein trailer? Oh, yes. yeah. We, now, yeah. boys, let us talk briefly yes. about this Wolfenstein trailer mm. real quick. Burge, Did you play? I just want to thank you for letting us talk about Wolfenstein yeah. again. I, okay. appreci- I appreciate it. Did you and play? And we will actually, we will include the Wolfenstein, we're not going to watch it right now, but we'll include the Wolfenstein link uh, down below the actual movie trailers, there'll be a link where you can see it's about eight minutes long and gives yeah. you a brief glimpse it's of Wolfenstein Two. Trailer. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. I highly recommend you watch it, even if you just like movies. There is a tone to it that you're going to be like, that seems like it's they, fun. So we'll put it down guys, there so you can watch yeah. it. So did you play Wolfenstein: The New Order? No, uh, but I had a friend that played it and I watched him. Okay, okay so you've good. seen the game at I least. Watched him yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Because that game has. Really like a stylistic way of presenting a story that I think is like... So a lot of um, the legacy of that team that made Wolfenstein the New Order is from Starbreeze Studios, which did the Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay, and The Darkness. Oh, I like that game. Yeah. That's one of the best. Like, so those that's two, a very good movie adaptation Those two game, games are very game. like very much like they tell a story. They put you in a place. I don't know if you played The Darkness, but that was another no. one that like really like yeah. they nail characters tone yeah. dialogue setting like they blow it out of the water and like what they did with the new order and what it looks like they're gonna do with colossus uh, or new, new colossus new colossus yeah um was it the old no old blood new colossus old blood was a dlc pack yeah, that came yeah. with the original yeah fuck man that is gonna be a cool i mean that game the always tra- the, tra- the game just looks like a world that i want to fuck around in oh yeah. yeah i mean it's man in the high castle in like, but in a video game, yeah. and like, you know, pulpy over the top for sure. Right. You know? And it's like too, and I've seen this being said a lot because Nazis are back in a hot way in in fiction. <laughs> it's, about, it's about time. It, well, we no, 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 because it is very topical. In the yeah. last four or five years, the rebranding of white supremacy as the alt right, as right. it, I mean, I'm not trying to be political here. That's what that's what it is. On, what it is um, yeah. has was starting to be found out, and people were starting to realize, like, oh fucking shit, Nazis are still out there. Yes. They were never actually beaten. They are here. They're just not in a control of power to be able to change things the way that they want. So they're doing them subversively. Yes. What if they had one and they were doing all this shit? Would they be as complacent as us now? And like, uh, and it's a very interesting thing. So Man in the High Castle is probably the easiest one to point out because it's a TV show. Yeah. But there are tons of things that yeah. keep bringing up the idea of what if the Nazis had won? Because it's such a wild well, alternate take well, What if that idea of white supremacy was normalized to the point yeah. where people were not afraid to express well, exactly. that kind of opinion? Like, which is the, like starting That's the to world that we would live in too. after yeah. you start getting rid of the generations that live differently yeah. and knew differently. A lot, The exact opposite on the spectrum happened with uh, slavery and racism. Right. When the generations started coming in where they never lived through slavery... There was a complete divide that slavery 
I don't want to say started being forgotten, but it started being treated with more of like a history book mentality. Right. Uh, probably more by white people than anybody oh, else. Yeah, it's forget, they want it's you something that we're just like, oh, we kind of want to move on from that. Sorry. It's far away. Um, you know, and culturally, it's a thing that's systemic and continually goes on. Um, but there's, there is a lot of fun to be had in looking back on things that were so gruesomely wrong. Right. And looking at like, well, what if the bad guys have had won back then? Right. Where would we be? Because first off, it makes you feel good because you don't live in that world. Well, I mean, I think that's another interesting aspect, angle to come at it, because when that trailer came out, you had people of the alt-right saying like, isn't this racist to white people? Come on. And like you're starting yeah. to see people start to no, you, like you can't be racist to white people. Yeah, no. Yeah, obviously we, no. we fucking know that. We, we know that. We, we run like, this shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know. But like we can't be suppressed by no way. You don't have to tell us that, but this is this group of people that are, are like Dicks. starting yeah. to lean back into those Good ideas and it's becoming normalized again and like uh, it's yeah. starting to creep back into the lexicon of our society well, they, in wait, a way. What that are they like, what are they saying? Like I heard something about this, not specifically well, to it's Wolfenstein. Funny, it's but, funny because well, there's two games that are actually really Getting you guys heat. talked about one where they wouldn't show Nazi the Nazi symbol, but oh, they would use a cross instead. That's Call of Duty. <sighs> that's Call of Duty, which like Wait, really what? sucks. Yeah. yeah, Call of Duty Call of World Duty. War Two is not going to show swastikas. Why? And they're trying to say it's the most like historically accurate shooting game ever made. It's like, I don't think I don't think anybody you. said that. I, Why? No, they boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Yeah, bro. Okay. Come on, boots on the ground. Why? Why? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't they? Show the because I don't fucking know. because they are because there's going to be multiplayer in that game uh-huh. and because Call of Duty is the biggest multiplayer shooter out there uh-huh. and because they don't want you to be on a team where you are wearing swastikas. Oh, okay. When you're in half mul- the time, when you're in multiplayer, yeah. yes, take the swastikas off. When you're yeah. in campaign, when you're in campaign, all, that, get the swastikas on there. Is that what they're doing? I don't know no, for sure. I, I think I it don't might know be. That for sure. Yeah, it I might be swastika sure. zero, but we that can't makes say. way more. But sense. But they're also like like in multiplayer, they're kind of throwing historical context out the window because you can play as a woman. Like you can pit, you can like create your own character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And play as whatever gender, race, whatever you I want. I mean, so. give me a World War II movie about a woman that was like, I'm going to fucking do this shit anyway. I'm sure that Give happened. me Mulan, World War II. Of course. Thank I'm sure that happened. Yes. I'll watch the fuck out of that. But in yeah, terms of like, right. you know, you know, if we're going to, you know, chill on this like Nazi subject or alt-right subject for a hot minute, like Far Cry 5 uh, having a story. I don't know if you heard us talking about it on Talking Simulator, but um, Far Cry 5 has a story that kind of follows a... White supremacist cult, radically radicalized, far right cult. cult. And um, where does they place again, Jack? Montana. Montana. Yeah. And they've kind of like militarized and taken over this area of Montana and like kicked all the people out of their like homes and shit like that. And the alt right had a lot to say about them, you know, painting white people in such a bad light. White people. White people. What do you mean, what white people? The white people who are leading this cult. They just happen to be white. Mm. Right, dude, but that's what, we're, yeah, that's yes. what we're getting at. Yes, here. I know. Yeah. It's just really hard for me to wrap my mind around. The, it's like, you're fucking a smart hard person. to wrap your mind around yeah. the alt right when thing. you're a smart person. It's the same thing when you see a Wolfenstein trailer where you see Homeboy like hacking up Nazis, having a metal face, being really funny, and having a crew of awesome, diverse folks on his team. 
And then white supremacists are just like, are you guys being kind of racist white people? I'm like, honestly, the main character is white, white which honestly, which I kind of wish that wasn't even the case. But guess what? It is, and you really have no ground to stand on. Also, the game is really cool because in the first 20 minutes, you're playing a first-person shooter in a wheelchair. Can you can you imagine? Can you imagine having an outlook that is so widely not even just disagreed with, just like frowned upon yeah like to a detestable level like you must get so anxious to argue about nonsense like you just i mean you're seeing people who are building an entire career and are quite lucrative on that entire contrarian yep milo what's his name Yon- is that the guy who got Yon- punched or... yeah, that... yeah no that's um Oh, <laughs> that's Sean Spicer. No, that's no. Sean. <laughs> you see what oh. I did there? Yeah. Anyway, fuck you if you're in the alt right. Turn this off. Like if you're in the alt right. Oh, no, no. If off. you're in the alt right, listen. Maybe you'll learn something. Yeah, and then go get punched by someone who's smarter than you. And it's okay. It's like we want you to. If you like, if you're in the alt right and you like movies. I hope that you tune in and listen to us talk about some movies, mm-hmm. and maybe when we talk about movies that kind of talk about how like ladies can do whatever the fuck they want, and black people are allowed to do whatever they want, and Hispanics aren't the enemy, and it doesn't matter if somebody's a Zionist and they're an actress and they star as Wonder Woman in a feminist movie, it doesn't fucking matter. You can listen to us talk about the movie, and maybe you'll understand, and maybe you'll disagree, and you can comment, and we can talk. That's a much more measured outlook on this. I'm still going to go with the fuck you angle. But I mean, yeah, they're assholes. Sure. So. They're All not right. good people. All right. The <laughs> next the next movie, to bring it back to Stephen King. We're bringing it back to Stephen King. Stephen yeah, King. That's yeah, that's right. We did that by accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did do that Very by true. accident. But the next movie that we are going to watch a trailer for is The Dark Tower. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, this is a movie by Nicola Arkell. Um, mm-hmm. It comes out in August, August 4th. August 4th, yeah. Yep. Idris Elba's in it. And so Matthew McConaughey. Teenage heartthrob. Who was Matthew not in the second season of True Detective. To the detriment which, of that. Which, if search, I may want to have a shut full the fuck okay, up. Hit this, shut hit up. This, shut hit up. this, hit this, hit this. These visions, as you call them. What do you see? I see a tower. The man in black. And the gunslinger. They're just dreams. They're not real, Jake. There's another world out there. I know there is. A kill with my heart is a hard ass line. That is a hard ass line. I do like that. Has anyone read Dark Tower though? I've not. I've read the I read the first book. How many books the are Dark there? Dark Tower. Uh, there are seven. Of, no, the first one's called The Gunslinger. The Gunslinger. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's right. seven books. First one's called The Gunslinger. Last one's called The Dark Tower. I thought Does it was this seem to be like a. First book adaptation. This is off. This is totally... All right, so here's what's going on from my understanding. I'm about to break into Stephen King, actually, because I want to read all the Dark Towers because I really like the first one. Yeah. But then I found out... That's got a weird story. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Seems a very, a very, very slight, Tower of Babel, like. a very slight spoilery thing here. But I have refrained from learning any further than what I know. You know I so you should book. be safe. Okay. Um, the Dark Tower, written by Stephen King, as a series, eventually starts to metasize in on itself, right? And starts bringing characters from other Stephen King books. Uh, into 
It's narrative. Well, Stephen King had like a traumatic life experience where he got hit by a car, right? And he had a really Which is serious. What Christine like, is based on. Yeah, he had a really serious accident, and like it was a life-threatening thing. And that was in the middle of him writing this series of books, and like he took some time away from writing these books, yeah. and then got got in that accident, and like came back, and like that sort of started to bleed its way into like the meta narrative of yeah. his books. So. Uh, without going too far into that, I have had other things spoiled for me when I mentioned that to people. Like, they've dropped bombs on me where I'm yeah. like, why? Stop. Would you tell me that? So we're not <laughs> going to go there. But okay. it's in, an old in reading series. The Gunslinger I mean, a while ago, I was like, I'm not going to continue to read this because I have read a couple Stephen King books. Yeah. I've read about maybe like six or seven, like the big ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually starting uh, with Carrie and reading his entire bibliography. I'm starting that next month. Jesus uh, Christ, there's a lot of books. Yeah, it's 56 books with about maybe oh, it's only 14. 56 books. What you, what, you motherfuckers don't read? Let me pull no, out my I literature can, periodic actually, uh, table here. I'm sorry to say. Um, God damn it. Let's see. Uh, but no, uh, so I'm, I'm catching up. So, But The Dark Tower, the first one, The Gunslinger, is very much just takes place in the desert that you see. And The Gunslinger is chasing after the man in black. Yeah. And he goes through some... Wait, from Westworld? No, the man in black. That's what he's called in here. The man in black. The devil. He's the devil, yeah. Matthew uh, McConaughey. So McConaughey with that full lisp. Like, that like little, like, whistly voice. Always wins. Always You know death always wins. He's, looking, right, like, right, he's right. looking like he's about to true detective season three the shit out of this. Hell yeah. Because he is, he is nomming on the corner of Time every wall of every circle. room that he's in. Yeah. In these scenes, like he's he's acting the fuck out of this, so yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. I think but the Dark Tower is so like they are definitely doing... taking aspects from pretty much the the full front of maybe like the first four books, maybe even beyond. The I movie's understand. not concerned with doing it in chronological order. They're not they, concerned with that yeah. at all. I actually think that the way that they Which are great, making it so that they don't be compared, they won't be compared to the books. Yeah, is that it's actually an alternate reality. Because well, in these in these trailers, you can see that he has a a, a sort of a, a horn uh, strapped to his belt or something, some kind of like a like a battle horn. And in the books, specifically, I think in Gunslinger, we hear about he was in a battle at some point and he lost this horn. Okay. And somewhere along later on, we find out the importance of that horn and that if he hadn't lost it, something or other would have happened. Without getting into spoilers. So he's never had it throughout the books. Okay. And in this, we're watching him go through events where he has it. Okay. So now we're kind of like, we're jumping into the idea of like, you know, this is an alternate universe in a, that's based on a series of books that was heavily based on jumping between alternate universes. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, I like the concept of approaching a, a book series that is already complete, looking at it as a whole... Yeah, taking a hard look at what that book series actually like, you know, the themes there, what it represents, what it's actually getting at, taking some of the golden nuggets out of the what is it like eight books or twelve? Seven. Books? Se- okay, so well, there's seven yeah. books in the initial thing. They came out with an eighth one that takes place between like three and four. Or something but still, like that. Yeah, yeah, taking a look at the comprehensive series. And then making your movie. Instead if you're doing of just being movie, like, how do I make the first book? How yeah. do I make the second book? Because, like, does, do they really want to sign on for eight, no. eight movies? Not I think it's funny. Their idea is that they're going to be, like you were talking about before with, um, like, uh, like 
like uh, like trans media where mm-hmm. they're they're going to be doing book the, the the books are already there right yeah and so the idea of incorporating the books into the timeline of this new media that they're doing it with movies tv shows graphic novels i think what they're doing is it's a they're trying to make own, they're trying but... to not like none of these are adaptations these are all happening within the same story. Right. Okay. And some may include versions of the same story that are happening in different mm-hmm. ways with the same or different characters. And I think that that's a really cool way it's to approach really I think it's the yeah. best way because that way you don't piss off the fans you already have. Right. And then you're bringing in new folks too. Right. And if it's you know? already like if those the, the actual novels themselves mm-hmm. already have like a decent amount of meta narrative to them. And this is going to fit in Leaning just fine. Leaning into that yeah. is, is interesting. I also, you know, I was thinking how with a movie, I think what Jack said is a really good point where you want to kind of take things from the overall series and then to fit and make a more cohesive movie because you don't want to do eight movies. If they're already doing a TV show, though, I'd rather than do it book by book, <laughs> yeah. which is funny. But Unless like, the book series is not finished and you happen to catch up to well, <laughs> but, but 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 even whoops, even besides Game of Thrones, you know, American Gods is fairly one one for the books. You know, if you read American Gods and you start watching American Gods, did each, you read American Gods? Yeah. Okay, American and, Gods and is super you fin- good. And you, you have a copy of that, by the way. Uh, I haven't finished the season, but the first like four episodes are like. You, like almost identical to oh, the cool. first like few chapters. Of okay, the book. that's it because I haven't yeah. I haven't talked to anybody that's watched the show and, and read, read the, the book. book. Yeah, that's me. That's interesting. So he right. hasn't finished the show. Yeah, well, I mean, I have like four or whatever. I watch it tonight. Well, just even I haven't talked to anybody that's watched the show. Has done both. Like, Bernadette feel, also like has done both. Bernadette that, actually, uh, she's not. She likes the show. She's not the biggest fan of the show. You should talk to her about it. I. She has problems with the adaptation. Perhaps we'll talk about that. Talk to her about that. Also, um, I don't know. Have you guys ever read the comic book series called Preacher? Yes. You did read Preacher. Yeah, but I haven't seen any of the show yet. So the show, it's weird. I don't really like I the really show. I really want to watch that goddamn show, man. I, I think people who didn't read the book love the show. I read all of Preacher, and I'm watching the show, and, and like there are aspects of the show I really I like, but there's like casting decisions I don't totally agree with. And yeah. that, But that is totally a you thing. That's no, and that's what I mean. That's and what that's, I mean. I totally and that's agree with very that. Very healthy in commentary to be yeah. able to understand. Like, I don't like that yeah. casting, and not, you know, throw the it down. Sh- where it's like show, the casting in this is horrible. Right. The show is doing like, especially with in the case of Preacher, where they're the first season of the show. They're like, well, this is kind of a prequel story, but us also setting up our own story, and we're trying to tell our story, but also like tell the preacher story right for TV. I'm like, I totally get that. I totally understand. I don't know if it's for me because I read all of Preacher and I love like Preacher's like one of my favorite graphic I mean adaptation's a hard thing it's to do. Tough, sure it's really it's, tough. I also love Preacher, but like having read those books, you know, they gotta shake it up if they wanna make there's it. There's some show. there's some outdated shit in Preacher. Like, you know, they made uh the main female lead in the comic books, uh, a woman of color in the show, and she has like way more agency and wherewithal in the show. And that's a change that I'm like really happy with. But there's some other changes where I'm, I'm a little like, ah, like, not even, like, you know, any progressive change they make from the comic book to the show, I'm down with. Oh, it's but, fun, yeah. But, like, you know, like, story beats, things that get switched around, where I was, like, you know, I was really attached to, like, that angle. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm, I want to... I'm actually I, really meh. excited. I just, uh, I finally completed uh, my collection of Why the Last Man's. Uh, oh, single, oh, another good series. Single issues. I was missing about four. Did that get picked up for TV or a movie? It got picked up for TV. I don't know exactly where it stands right now. It's been going in hell. and out and yeah. in and out. At one point, they were going to make it into uh, three movies with Shia LaBeouf. 
No. No, <laughs> this was no. at prime no. Shia LaBeouf phase. Oh. Me and you have our differences on Shia LaBeouf. No, Shia, I like Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Shia, if you're listening, keep keep going. Listen, I'm going to also... Listen. I'm going to put the, that, the hot take in there. We're in prime Shia LaBeouf phase right oh, yes. now. Oh, yes. He's the weirdo. Shia well, no, I'm talking Shia about LaBeouf. before he... Shh. If you want to be on the show, you can be on the show. That's totally fine. We get it's you. Totally, we'll get you. totally artistic of you to be on the show. You can be the most artistic motherfucker in the world. You can you can throw trash at her face and tell us why you hate everything that you don't like. It's totally fine. You can make us eat DVDs. Shalabo pooped in here, and we put a box on it, clear box. You can see it. The smell won't get out. The smell stuck in there. You're beautiful. You can yell in every movie theater. You can yell in the story screen movie theater. (laughs) Shia, hit at us. At us, motherfucker. At us. Come on. You know you love podcasts. Get on this one. We've done less trailers this episode, and it's now longer than the first one. Let's let's make a wrap here. Mm. Michael, the host. Guys, uh, we covered some good stuff. Uh, Black Panther, A Ghost Story, Happy Death Day, It, Low Life, The Dark Tower. We touched on Wolfenstein 2. What's the surname to it? The, the new, new colossal. The new colossus. <laughs> Let's take that again. The, the new colossus. The Thank new you. colossus. Yes. Gotcha. All right. It's gonna be good. Well, uh, you guys can find all of those trailers uh, down right below where you're uh, listening. Uh, if you're on SoundCloud, uh, if you're listening to us on somewhere else, you can head on over to our description on SoundCloud and get some links straight over to there. Yeah. It'll probably also be on the website. You'll be able to find it. You'll be able to find it. It'll be super You'll easy. You'll find it. You got you know what? You know what you do? Smart, we you say the name. We say the name of the movie. You it. watch it. Then you just you, you just you just do whatever you want. That's the real cheat code. Uh, that so uh, that's it for this month. Uh, we'll be back next month with uh, six more trailers. Yes. Uh, that will be uh, fine tuning and picking. If you guys have any suggestions at all about trailers that uh, for movies that are coming out soon or later on that we haven't talked about yet that you'd like to uh, hear a discussion about or open something up, please let us know. Comment. We've got emails now, right? We've got we emails have business now. Emails. That's right. Yeah, yeah. you can so. you can talk to us at uh, all of our first names at, at storyscreenbeacon.gmail. No. At storyscreenbeacon.com. Holy shit, that is what it is. So do we have like a general, like, because I think this is a good thing for the podcast. Like if listeners want to interact with us, us, right? Mm -hmm. Do we have a general, like, I have a question. I'm going to email the podcast. What, what emails? That is straight up general. That I honestly like storyscreenbeacon at gmail.com has been operating as that. If you want to get... But if you want to uh, contact the podcast directly and be just a little bit more direct about it, you can hit Jack or Robert at StoryScreenBeacon.com. That'll go straight to them. They are the co-heads of telecommunications and our podcasting division. Talk to them. Yo. If our hats you want are to... so fancy and big. Oh, yeah. It's a crazy. Big, it's a big fancy hat. It's a big for those, fancy for those co-heads of yours. I have so many bells on mine. <laughs> They're crazy. And if you want to, uh, if you want to uh, talk to me, I'm at Mike at StoryScreenBeacon.com. Um, you can always comment on our website, on our Instagrams, on our uh, Twitter posts where we are posting these podcasts. We prefer it, honestly. Talk to us. Let us know what you want. We want to make this uh, fun for you guys, too. And... Uh, if we don't like what you say, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing anyway, so be smart about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and while we're doing all this mess anyway and we're going along, like, if you are listening on iTunes or whatever and you want to throw us, like, a review or something like that on there and follow, or follow us, that That'd would be help so us out nice a lot. That'd be so yeah, nice of you. That'd be so nice of you. If we see that you do it, 
and you give us a good review and then you ask us to do something, we will be way more inclined to do it. Yeah, we're still, this is still a new show. We're still building a community and we want you to be part of that community. So just hit us up. Wow, hashtag building the community, hashtag join the conversation, hashtag, uh, hashtag. Robbie. You know these aren't hashtagging actually, right? Like this. Yeah, is Jack. Audio, hashtags. Like, That's not how that works. No, no you, t- you do a hash. Do you know what hashtag is? Not yet. <laughs> it's a nice, it's a nice soon. little. Uh, My number phone is like pinging right now. I still got to show off. you the Amazon camera. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Yo, God. Oh. that thing. I'm telling you, it's scary. Okay, okay let's, we'll let's, wrap, let's wrap this up. By the way, the Amazon camera. The weekend is a new new artist who makes tunes that are very sexual to teens. The weekend? Have the you not weekend. banged to the weekend? Have you banged to the? I mean, we never had very sex. Very sexual music. Have you banged to the weekend? I'm doing a bit where I'm like an out of touch older person who's new to the internet and like teen culture. Well, if you bang to the weekend, it's really good. All right, let's finish the show. What the fuck? What do you bang to? What music do you put on when you bang? Thank you guys We're so much for listening White? to this episode White? of Coming Attractions. I put it on the weekend. We will see you next time. Same trailer, same channel, time, same, same trailer station. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. You want to say bye, Jack? Bye. Birch had five deviled eggs at dinner today. I ate three of them, and that's still too much. That's disgusting. They're delicious. delicious. They were so good. They're delicious. They were so good. One deviled egg is too many. That's not true. It depends on the size of the egg. You want a hot take? You want a hot take? Fuck deviled eggs. Yo, you you gotta get Satan in your blood. Satan runs through my blood With that that yogi protein. What if you had, like, an ostrich deviled egg? And then it's like... What's an ostrich got to do with it? Ostrich make bigger eggs. Yeah, that's even. Hi I, and welcome to. I want no. Hi and welcome to. <laughs> Hi and welcome. Fucking do it. All right.